Hello, this is Will with High Country Short Hairs. We would like to welcome everyone back. Um, here are some frequently asked questions we get here at the kennel. We're going to go over a few questions that we get frequently asked here at the kennel. First question is, how old does a dog have to be to send off for formal training? We here at High Country Short Hairs have found that after having dogs for 20 plus years, every dog is different and matures differently. If you pay close enough attention to the dog, they will let you know when they're ready to move on in their training. We here at High Country Short Hairs would recommend around six months old. We feel that by six months old, they should show, the dog should show you the drive that they're going, going to have. Another question we get is, what can I do as an owner to get the dog ready to start formal training? Now as owners, there's a lot of things we can do to start the process off in the right direction. First step is pick out a name. That's the first thing we do when we have a litter of puppies here out at High Country Short Airs. We pick out names for each each puppy um, and teach teach it to them. And as they as you keep calm calling them by their name, they will start picking up on it, and you can reward them with a treat or playtime when they do it correctly. One thing that everyone wants to always remember is always praise the puppy when done correctly. Dogs learn by association. So always make sure to make the training fun. We here at High Country Short Hairs, when there are puppies, we keep the training sessions to around 15 minutes at a time, just to keep them interested in, in what we are trying to teach them. Another key and important thing that needs to be taught is socialization. This is another easy but crucial thing that the dog needs to learn. Get them around as many dogs as you can. Take them to dog parks. Take them on walks up and down the streets. Take them up on hikes in the mountains. Let them meet a bunch of different people. Get them in as many different situations as you can. It will help tremendously. You can also get a toy or a dish towel and toss it out for them and play fetch with them. Throw it out, let them go get it, let them pack it around. We want them to go pack it around, be all proud and happy. and So don't take the toy 
or the towel away from them right away. Let them pack it around for a little bit. This is a good thing. This is what you want. Get them used to carrying something around in their mouth. It will help out in the long run with the retrieving. We here at High Country Short Hairs feel that if you do some of these simple things early, it will help the dog when it is ready to be taken out in the field for its formal training. Another question is, how young is too young to use a shock collar? I am a firm believer in using this as a training tool only. We try to bring out the dog's natural ability before we move to this step. We use the shock collar more for reinforcement than anything. We put the collar on, the shock collar on the dog, every time it is let out of the kennel or the house. Just so it gets used to packing it, used to wearing it around their neck. I have had a lot of dogs out here that you could tell they have never ever had a collar on at all. They pull on the leash, pull away, they start rolling on the ground, they don't like the collar. So put a collar on the dog every time let out of the kennel. Some some people put it on all, at all times. I'm not one that puts it on. I'm not one that lets them wear it all the time. I've seen too many dogs hang themselves in kennels from having the collar on. So that I, that's something I do not do. I don't I don't keep a collar on them in the kennel. When we start using the collar though, we usually start at about seven to eight months old using stimulation on the dog. But you gotta watch the dog and we start at the lowest stimulation level. <clears throat> Excuse me. We start at the lowest stimulation level and then go up from there. If you look when you put the shock collar on the dog and start stimulating it, you will see the dog's neck start twitching. And they'll kind of look, glance up at you. The dog will let you know when this is the right stimulation level to use on the dog. So always pay attention to the dog. It is very important because if you go too with too much shock, it's not good for the dog. They'll yelp, yipe, and it'll be that much harder to get them used to the shock collar again. Another frequently asked question we get is, 
How do you go about training a soft dog? Softer dogs are different to work. Again, you have to read the dog. I have found that a lot of people give up on soft dogs way too soon because they don't have the drive that the owner wants. But some of the best dogs I have ever owned were soft at first. With a little time and patience, most dogs will come out of it. They just need more attention and need to know that you are there to help them. So once again, praise, praise, praise is very important. Dogs are smarter than people give them credit for. It is us as humans that usually cause the problems for the dogs. Another thing that I think is funny is people say that German Shorthair Pointers are not good house dogs. They cannot live in the house because they're too wild. But believe it or not, they make great house pets also. Just need the proper ex they just need the proper exercise. Owning a dog is a lot of responsibility that most people don't understand and they overlook a lot of other stuff. And I see many people that expect the dog to do things right away. Unfortunately, it don't work that way. Dogs are just like us. They have to learn first. It's like us as babies. We weren't born to walk or talk. It was something that we had to learn. I have seen a lot of dogs get ruined from us as people, expecting too much from the dog too soon. So take your time with the dog. It's not a race to see who can get the fastest dog trained. Take your time. Make it fun for the dog. Another example is it's just like us as humans. If we sign up for a, to run a marathon and expect to win. It's not something we're going to sign up for the day before without any training. Training and bringing out the dog's natural ability and letting them learn in their own time is crucial. But unfortunately, it happens. People still expect a lot from their dogs. I see dogs that sit in the kennels all year long and the day of the hunt, they take the dog out and wonder why it won't listen to them and hunt like they want it to. And it makes for a bad experience for not only the dog, but the owner too. I was out bird hunting this year, out here in Utah, and I seen this guy pull up with his German Shorthair Pointer, and he walked out in the field, and the first shot, it ran straight back to the truck. And I sat there and watched this dog, and 
the dog was clear back to the truck. The hunter was clear down in the bottom field. He was yelling at his dog. Dog was back at the truck, yiping. He was shocking him, obviously. Um, he was getting way too hot on the dog with the shock collar. He did not properly introduce this dog to gunfire or to being around other dogs and other people. That's why I stress, I can't stress enough. Back in the first of this podcast, I stress socialization. It is a key and important thing that needs to be done. So don't take, don't, don't rush it. Take your time. The dog will let you know when they're ready. I, when I was a kid, I remember hunting. It was a holiday when the hunt came around. It, it still is for me. It has changed a lot since when I was a kid. It's, a lot of the kids are getting out of the outdoors and hunting world to play games. Not saying games are bad, but a lot of kids are, there's so much technology now, they're wanting to concentrate on the technology. And we need to get the kids out as much as we can in the outdoors, I believe. Another thing I have seen is the farmer's practices have changed too. A lot of the farmers are going away from flood irrigating to wheel lines and pivots. This is, a take, this is taking away the ditches where the pheasants live. But we can't fault the farmer for trying to make a living either. They need to make a living for their family also. But I believe it is very crucial to introduce our kids to the outdoors at a young age. If we want to see the sport to continue to grow. It is through us that our sport will continue to grow. Now it don't have to be a massively huge hunt. It can be a little 30 minute walk out in the field with our kids. It could be something as simple as fishing, a fishing trip or a camping trip for a day or a night. Or it could be to go out and pick up garbage along some farmer's field or out on a country road or a highway. Teaching the kids these things at a young age are also important too. They need to learn that we need to treat our land with respect. It will go a long ways, I believe. That is one thing that I have never been able to understand is I'll go out fishing or I'll go out hunting and you see all this garbage on the ground. It 
infuriates me to see all the garbage that people leave around. So every time I'm out in the field, I go out and if I walk across something, I'll pick it up and take it back to my truck. I know that out where I guide, I know that if there's kids that go out with their parents and they're not hunting, they give the kids a sack to pick up empty shells in the field. And when they bring them back, they'll get a soda pop or a candy bar. It's little stuff like this that will make it better for the future and the earth, the land that we have to hunt on. It will keep it safe and clean. Or it could be going and helping the farmer down the road feed cows or mend fence. That teaches kids and people a great work ethic. And not only that, that shows the farmer that, hey, these guys truly have a passion for the outdoors. It's usually always that one guy that ruins it for all of us. So the main reason why I hunt and work bird dogs is to be able to spend time in the outdoors with friends and family. The memories made out in the field or on the water fishing are priceless. We get so caught up in the day-to-day -day things, but there's nothing like getting in the outdoors and being able to enjoy this wonderful land that we live in. We often forget this wonderful land we live in. I don't know about you, but I am very grateful for this free land we live in to go out and do the things we are able to do every day. I know I am very blessed to where I live. I have fields in the back of my house. I have fields in the front of my house. The mountain, I can be camping in 15 minutes. I can be fishing or hunting in 15 minutes. It's awesome. It's so great to know that I have that capability. And I can go outside whenever I want and let the dog out of the kennel. Let him run. Go train him. It, it's awesome. I love it. We need to know. We need to remember all the time that our freedom is not free. There are men and, there are men and women who fight for our freedom every day. They are sacrificing away from their families to make it so we have this free land that we are able to do stuff in. They are out there day in and day out fighting for our freedom. And without these people, these lovely servicemen and women, are, we would not have this free land. We are truly a blessed people for this. It is a pleasure for me getting new people involved in the outdoors. 
So every chance I get, I take advantage of it. I look at the joys it has brought me in my life and want to try to help others gain the passion and desire to want to go and be in the field and let them make memories of their own through their generation and generations to come. It is awesome. The one place I guide at out here, they have wonderful cover, great birds. It's awesome to take people out that haven't been hunted, that haven't been hunting, and see them watch your dogs work for the first time. Your dogs are out there, they go on point. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. It, it truly is an amazing thing. Dogs are so stinking smart. I mean, it, it, it don't have to be strictly short hairs. Every bird dog is a great bird dog. If trained right and put in the right situations, the dogs will strive. It is up to us as the owners to bring that natural ability out in a dog. And it's it's simply amazing. I love getting my kids out in the outdoors and hunting and fishing and it's like that country song, hunting, fishing, loving every day. It's it's truly awesome that we can do that here in this land of the free. Well that's about it for us today here at High Country Short Hairs. We appreciate everybody that listens to us. And if you guys have any more questions that you would like us to go over, feel free to shoot us a message on Facebook or something and we will try to discuss uh, different things. We love talking bird dogs. We love talking about bird hunting. We truly love bird dogs and it is our passion hopefully everybody has a great day thank you have a good day bye